Hello everybody and welcome to episode number 207 of Hooked on Sports here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting streaming services. My name is John Flynn. Thank you so very much for listening once again. So we have a huge slate of games on the docket for week number 13 in the National Football League. So we're going to get into all of the games, uh, picking every single game, by both straight up and against the spread in a little while. But I, I, I haven't done this in a while because the, the, there are certain games that I definitely want you to keep your eyes upon when, when you look at the games in terms of playoff implications, you know, the games... When it when it comes to determining uh, who who is going to be what seed in in each conference, uh, who is going to win the divisions, and, and all that jazz, so I I think there are five games that I think we need to look at for for big picture perspective. So without any further ado, let's let let's get started. So I want to give you. Five games uh, to get the juices flowing here. I'm looking at Bills Patriots. I'm looking at the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm looking at the Miami Dolphins and the San Francisco 49ers. We'll get into the Commanders and the Giants in the NFC East. And then we're going to look into the Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans. Starting with Buffalo and New England. And th- this is a game that, that's ripe with division and playoff implications for both of these teams. And Buffalo and New England are, are, are of course, uh, met in the playoffs last year. The Patriots got, got hammered by Josh Allen and the Bills last year. And, and, and I think this is going to be... A fascinating ball game in a, in a lot of different facets because you 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 have the Patriots, you have Bill Belichick, you have a a, a defense that just got gashed by Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, and the Minnesota Vikings last week. So how Belichick and the Patriots react to the first couple of possessions. In, in the game featuring Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and company, I think it's going to be gigantic. So, so, so given everything that, that we've seen, and, and, and this is the type of game, that this is the third and last division game on the road in the, for the Bills, that they already lost the first two. So I think them needing to find a way to win this game on the road in division against Belichick is going to be of the utmost uh, is, uh, utmost essence because the, the the thing that tripped the Bills the last two the last year and a half is losing close games and this is going to be in my view a competitive game throughout the the entire game because. Because you look at the Patriots, you look at that defense. Matthew Judon is the NFL sacks leader. He's he's in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year in the National Football League. So so Josh Allen's ability to uh, to offset the potential strength that the Patriots have up front on on that defensive line 
I think it's going to be a it's going to be a huge um I I, I going to be a huge thing when it comes to determining who is going to win this game. Now, but but Buffalo should come in as the favorite, and and they are the favorite because because you look at the quarterback, you look at the head coach, you look at the defense. Sans Von Miller though of of the Von Miller injury is going to be a killer down the road. Uh, but but this is a Bills team that that should be able to win this game. I think that the, the Bills uh, I mentioned on Monday's podcast uh, their ability to beat the Lions the way they did I think is a gigantic deal going forward because because they're they're, they're back to playing situational football and doing it the right way. So and they're going to need to do that again against against the New England Patriots. So. I think that's going to be a fascinating game, uh, in in terms of competitiveness and in terms of well, in terms of the outcome. So that's that's game number one. Game number two on, on the agenda is the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, uh, I, I you you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for the last three years, that. I'm obsessed with the Andy Reid Patrick Mahomes combo. It, it, it is the best head coach quarterback duo in the National Football League. But but I think what the Bengals were able to do against the Titans on Sunday and, and go on the road and win against a, a very well coached team, I think without Joe Mixon, without Jamar Chase, I thought was significant in, in a variety of areas. And. And, and I think it shows that if that that I'm on that two through fifty three, the Bengals have the better roster. Two through fifty three, the Bengals have the better roster going into this game, and and the Chiefs have have, have their sorts of holes on defense. Now that they haven't been exposed, uh, uh, they were exposed a little bit against the Chargers two weeks ago. But but that but that should be no excuse for for the for the Chiefs going going up against the Bengals, a team they lost to by three points twice. Once in the regular season, on the game that clinched the division for Cincinnati, and then of course the AFC Championship game, where the Bengals overcame a 21-3 deficit, uh, and 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 got the game to overtime. Evan McPherson kicked the field goal to send Cincinnati to their first Super Bowl in over three decades. So, uh, but 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 Cincinnati is a dangerous team. I think the the Bengals have to have the tools needed to take down Mahomes and the Chiefs. When you when you look at that that running game, you look at that improved offensive line from a year ago. I, I since uh, obviously you you look at Buffalo and Kansas City as as the as the powerhouses in the AFC, but Cincinnati right now. Uh, it, it is is going to be a dangerous team. Now we'll see how how well, how uh, that division shakes up because Baltimore's got the easier schedule down the stretch. But but this is absolutely a a team uh, that you have to you have to put in Super Bowl conversations if it's uh, if it's them be uh, if if they get Mixon and Chase healthy uh, at at the end of the season. So I think this is going to be. A, a wildly competitive game, and and and, it's, and it was one of the matchups uh, that I saw when the uh, circle when the schedule came out back in May. So this game is is going to be juicy and important for 
both of these teams. So, so that's going to be uh, a, a fun one to watch on the NFL on CBS with Jim Nance, Tony Romo, and Tracy Wolfson. Now, I want to go f focus in on another game that I think is going to be spicy. The game between the Miami Dolphins and the San Francisco 49ers. And I, I think this is going to be a trem another tremendous sporting event for the NFL. It's on the 4.05 window on Fox. And this is Mike McDaniel's return to San Francisco. It's going to be the Mike McDaniel revenge game. But, but but San Francisco has these expectations to go to the Super Bowl. And these are not unhealthy expectations. Yeah, you know, the biggest year but for this San Francisco 49ers team is Jimmy Garoppolo. I think so he, I think we we need to see more of what he did against Arizona big picture going forward. So it be uh, more uh, un unlike the one we saw against the New Orleans Saints, where where they struggled against a struggling defense, but but, but I digress. They won and covered because of the strength of that defense. So so San Francisco's defense. So with the way they've been playing, they they've registered four consecutive second half shutouts, and they're going up against the 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 Miami Dolphins. And their high octane offense with Tua, with Tyreek Hill, with Jalen Waddle, and, and that running attack with X Niners Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. I think this is going to be uh, going to be a game where I, I I I think Miami has an excellent chance to win this game. I know they're they're three and a half point underdogs at the time of, of recording this part of the set of the podcast, but. But but Miami has uh, has not uh, has has gone eight and zero with Tua as the starter and uh, with him and him finishing up games without concern or without red flags, and and the own three without Tua playing in the second half. So I, I so I think this is uh, the the type of, of game that I think Miami can absolutely win. But uh, based based on how well coached that offense is, based on based on the 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 strength of the offense so I think it's going to be a fascinating game as well when you, when you look at the, those those two teams game number four is Washington and the New York football Giants and it, it, it has suddenly become a matchup that that that's been full of playoff implications Washington, has won five out of six after changing quarterbacks, and the Giants have lost three out of four to uh, to um, teams like Seattle, Detroit, and Dallas over the last three weeks, over the last month or so. And Washington getting that getting those that victory against Philadelphia three weeks ago was huge. When you look at the psyche and the mantra. Of this team, the the uh, and and you look and you look at what the Giants have have dealt with that they were decimated by injuries. It looks like they're going to get some key pieces back. When you look at Evan Neal on the offensive line and Aziz Ojolari as as an edge rusher to pair up with um, Kayvon Thibodeau on the outside. Kayvon Thibodeau has been, been coming along along nicely, and, and I thought he had an excellent ball game. 
on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys, and, and uh, the, the stats don't show for it. The so the the, the, the sacks uh, were were not there, but it's about but him uh, constantly applying pressure, constantly uh, t uh, taking taking down a, a strength in the Cowboys' offensive line. I think that's going to be significant, uh, a big deal when you look at Kayvon Thibodeau. I think I, uh, he he's not going to be the defensive rookie of the year. That's that's probably going to go to Sauce Gardner with the Jets. So, but K Kayvon Thibodeau has been a tremendous force for for the New York Football Giants, and that was a, a, a tremendous pickup by Joe Shane in the draft and and it's just a reminder that the Giants have the right general manager and Joe Shane, the right head coach and Brian Dable. It's just going to be uh, going to take a, a couple of all seasons to get rid of all of the bad contracts and all the the bad cap hits with so with, with Dave Gellerman and and his and his atrocious performance as the general manager of the Giants for four years and never never would have uh, never should have kept Dave Gettleman after after 2019 after uh, uh, he should have been fired along with Shermer and actually never should have been hired in the first place but but the Giants at seven and four I I think it is is a start any Giants uh, fan would have signed up with when, when you look at the expectations and when you look at uh, when you look at the the lack of talent on the offensive side of the football, uh, aside from Saquon Barkley, from a from a Giants perspective, and the final game I want to, I want to touch into on now. This is not a game with playoff implications uh, at all. It doesn't scream that way, but I think it's worth mentioning, and I think it's worth putting in the first half of today's podcast. The Cleveland Browns to the Houston Texans in Deshaun Watson's return to Houston. Now, every every smart football fan knows that the NFL suspended Deshaun Watson for eleven games, and the only reason the suspension was not eleven games, oh, it was 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 not more than eleven games, was because of this event on Sunday where the Cleveland Browns taking on the Houston Texans, and. And and you and this is this is going to be an event in Houston. This 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 is Houston Super Bowl. This is is the 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 the, the big the big game of the season when you when you look at the Texans and for their fans, because because we're we're going to see the, the their their first reactions, uh, in real time to to Sean Watson as as an NFL player and. And on the heels of the devastating sexual assault stories that have come out when it comes to Deshaun Watson. So, so obviously there's going to be a huge ambiance at NRG Stadium. I still think the Texans are the worst team in the NFL. I still think the Texans are going to be the team that's going to get the number one overall pick in the 2023 draft. And 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 they could probably have their choice of between Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. So, but 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 the the Browns could 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 make things interesting on the fact that they've gone four and seven with uh, with with with, with Jacoby Brissett. In there, I had Cleveland going one and ten, and then and then then turning the corner with Deshaun Watson because. From a football perspective, Deshaun Watson, when healthy, is a top ten quarterback 
in the in the NFL when when you look at when you look at his toughness, when you look at his ability to to rally teams, when you look at his ability to to throw the ball, and and, and I think the Browns uh, will will not be a pushover for anyone whatsoever when when it comes to uh when it comes to down the stretch. You know, they they have games against Pittsburgh, they've got Baltimore, they got. The Cincinnati Bengals. They, they've all. They've got. The, uh, they face all three of their uh, their divisional foes down the stretch of the season. So so they, they, they so they could they could very much play spoiler when it comes to the playoff conversation. But but the, it is worth mentioning that you you have th- th- this game coming up on Sunday with. Deshaun Watson going up against uh, his, his former team, a team that traded uh, that traded him away, that wanted that needed to get the hell, uh, that I uh, needed to get rid of him, uh, for uh, for all the intents and purposes, and and it's it's going to be interesting to see uh, exactly how uh, how they view the Deshaun Watson situation with with everything that transpired here when it comes to. The Houston Texans and, and and their fans and 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 you wonder aloud with uh, with with what what's going to happen with with Davis Mills and or Kyle Allen whoever is going to start uh, and we'll see what what, uh, what Lovey Smith will say um, in his press conferences and and and, and about Sean Watson so. Everything that that you hear and say we are from the Browns and the Texans concerning Deshaun Watson, both both for the game on Sunday and down the road, I think is going to be noteworthy and newsworthy. Alrighty, everybody, it is now time for our picks against the spread for week number thirteen of the National Football League. So I'm coming off a, a decent week in terms of making the picks. I went eleven and five straight up last week and nine and seven against the spread. So overall on the season, I am one fifteen sixty four and one straight up and ninety three eighty one and six against the spread. So we have uh, four consecutive winning weeks in a row in November. So now the calendar flips to December. We've got a lot of uh, of of close spreads here, because uh, we got a lot of really competitive games on the docket for this upcoming week in the National Football League. We're gonna start with the game on Thursday night between. The Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots in Foxborough. The Bills are four-point favorites. And look, I I think the Bills are the better team. I think they have uh, the better quarterback. I think uh, even uh, the the defenses are evenly matched. But I I think having Stephon Diggs and 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 Gabe Davis in the fold for Buffalo, I think represents a gigantic advantage in this one. I think Josh Allen will be able to, to utilize Stefan Diggs in, in, in this big, big division game. This is a game the Bills need to win. So they, 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 started, they started 0-2 in the division. This is a game the Bills need to win. So, And, and, and I think they're going to get it done. I think this is going to be Buffalo by a touchdown type of game. I think... 
the I I I'm I know it's a division game, so it it could be fluky, but I think this is a a seven point victory for Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, and the Buffalo Bills. I think they're going to cover, and I have Buffalo winning this game thirty one to twenty four. So let's go to the games on Sunday as we've got the Atlanta Falcons as one and a half point home favorites taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers now. I, I, I think Pitt, uh, Pittsburgh stock went up with with their victory over the Colts because when, when you when you think of how Kenny Pickett was able to uh, get Pittsburgh's offense uh, up and down the field in the first half of the indie game but, but I, I, I just can't wrap my head around the Falcons uh, and, not, and 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 not uh, seeing them winning this game now if if because uh, on my other podcast I said this was a game uh, gonna be a, a classic Mike Tomlin trap game well it's not necessarily that anymore because the Falcons are favored in this game and but I I, I think the Falcons are gonna get the job done I think. So the, the the Falcons are, are going to reverse um, s- some some of their uh, some of their bad luck. So, but I, and I think this is going to be a, a, a game where um, it's where, where the where the Falcons defense should should be able to step up. So I'm going to take the Falcons to win this game, thirty to twenty four over the Pittsburgh Steelers. This next game uh, against the spread, this game was the single toughest game of the week to pick. We got the Baltimore Ravens as eight and a half point home favorites taking on the Denver Broncos. Now, make no mistake about this. I'm going to take the Ravens to win the game because I think the Ravens are the better team. They've got the better quarterback. They've got the better coach. But Baltimore's defense isn't any good. I mean... They, they, the way they lost that game to Jacksonville, and the way they allowed Jacksonville to uh, to a uh, sniff victory down nine points, I think is alarming. And there's going to be a lot of blame going around when the Ravens um, season ends. I think you look at Mike McDonald; he was clearly unprepared for um, for the for the NFL and and the different types of offenses that he had to face. So I think this is going to be a cover here for the Denver Broncos. I think eight and a half is too much. I, I know Denver is is atrocious and, and and it starts with the quarterback and the coach. But I I, I just think uh, Baltimore is going to barely win this game, seventeen to nine over Denver. So I'll grab the eight and a half points here when it comes to the Denver Broncos. We got the Chicago Bears as four point uh, as four point underdogs at home taking on the Green Bay Packers. Now I'm gonna take the Chicago Bears to win this football game, and and, and the idea is that Justin Fields will, will will return to action on Sunday for for Chicago, and Green Green Bay is all sorts of a mess, and and we we we've mentioned the quarterback, we've mentioned the coach, but the defense. I, I know it's Philadelphia, but 363 yards allowed on the ground. Well, that 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 tells you 
that that's as as uh, as fitting a stat as the Packers' defense has had all year. Joe Barry is going to get fired at the end of the year. They're going to make a change there. I I, I would I would have to. Uh, I, I, there's going to be some name calling in Green Bay. They've been terrible. And Justin Fields uh, has got it going on, and 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 it was right for for Chicago uh, not to put Justin Fields in. On Sunday, with with you can't you can't risk um, the the uh, you can't risk chances to develop him into into the star that we know he can be. So I I'll take the Bears in an upset. I I'll take them over Green Bay, twenty three to twenty. We uh, we we've got a fun one in Detroit as the Detroit Lions are one and a half point favorites at home taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars and I I made the decision because I have Lamar Jackson in both of my leagues in fantasy and I have Trevor Lawrence as my backup I'm starting Trevor Lawrence in both of my leagues this week I I think this is going to be a wild back and forth game between between these two teams. And, 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 but I think this is going to be a one where the where the Lions win and the Lions cover because I, I because, because I just think they have the better offensive line and I think said so they they have Aiden Hutchinson to make plays when it matters the most on the defensive side of the football. So I'm going to take the Lions minus one and a half to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. I've got this as a 45-41 final between Detroit and Jacksonville. We've got the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson as seven-point favorites on the road in Houston. And, and look, th- th- this, is, this could be Houston Super Bowl for, for, all, for all the reasons we documented with Deshaun Watson and, and his return to Houston and the and the, and the reactions to, to a sexual assault uh, charges and, and all that. But on the field, Cleveland is is going to be the much better team on Sunday. I think uh, I think you look at the coach, the defense, the quarterback, the offensive line, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Everything is everything here screams Cleveland by seven, by eight to twelve, eight to thirteen points here. So I'll take the Browns to win thirty-one to twenty-one over the the Cleveland uh, the Houston Texans. The Minnesota Vikings, they're at home. They're favored by three, taking on the Jets. Now, I, I'm going to take the Vikings to win. I think the Vikings are going to cover. I think uh, it, it, I think the anticipated matchup of the weekend, uh, in terms of an individual standpoint, is Justin Jefferson going up against Sauce Gardner. That, that's going to be a show. But I, I I think Justin Jefferson going up against the rookie is 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 going to be the difference here. I think Jefferson has a hundred receiving yards. I think he has a touchdown in this ball game, and and I, and I just and I just think with all that we, that we've seen with Mike White and all that. I just think the, uh, the 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 Vikings are so well coached. I think there's uh, they uh, the Kevin O'Connell's got it going on. I I'm I'm gonna have the Vikings improve to nine and three. I I'll take the Vikings to uh, no I, I no, actually Minnesota will will go to ten and two, uh, with the win here. Excuse me. I'll take the Vikings to win and the Minnesota Vikings to cover. 
We've got the this uh, 27 to 21 is that is the final in case I didn't mention already. We've got the Washington Commanders as two and a half point road favorites against the New York Football Giants, and I'm gonna take the Giants to win the game. I this is a, a true toss up game. You 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 could you could uh, flip a coin in this one because I think. Both, both of these teams are evenly matched. This is obviously a huge game with playoff implications for both teams. But I don't think Brian Dable is going to let the Giants lose this game. I I, I, go, I think get, get, getting Aziz Ojolari back, getting Evan Neal back, I think is is gigantic for this ball game. It, 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 beef, uh, it, it gives the Giants better chances to win the game at the line of scrimmage. I think Saquon Barkley is going to have 100 yards rushing in this game and a touchdown. So I'll take the Giants to win this ball game 16 to 13 over the over the Commanders. We we got the Tennessee t Titans as five and a half point underdogs in Philadelphia taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. And look, Philadelphia is 10 and one, and they deserve. So much credit for coming out with the best record in the NFL at, at the at the start of December, but I'm gonna take the Tennessee Titans to win this ball game. And if if you watch the Eagles over the last six weeks, um, since since the bye week, their their wins have come against Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Houston, and Green Bay. None of those teams have five wins. The, the, the team they lost to, Washington, has seven. And do, do you know who else has seven wins? The Tennessee Titans. So, I think this is going to be an upset special. I think Tennessee is going to win because I think they have the better coach. They have the, they have Derrick Henry I, I'm going, going against that defense without their best run stopper and Jordan Davis. I, I think the defense is going to play well in this game. So I think this is uh, the Titans are going to uh, pull off the upset and take down the Eagles on the road. Titans 27, Eagles 24. Alright, so now we've got the Seattle Seahawks and the LA Rams meeting, meeting at SoFi Stadium. With the Seahawks favored by 7.5 points. And... I, th this is a fascinating game uh, to me because because you look at the Rams as broken as they are. So, but I'm going to pick the Seahawks to win. I think seven and a half points, even with even with how bad the uh, the the, Ram, the the Rams were, I think is I think is is a little much. So, but uh, this is going to be a 19-17 type of game for for Seattle. I think this is a classic PKL trap game, and and I'll, I'll take uh, the C Seattle to win because I think they have the better quarterback, and I think it's going to be one where a winning field goal from Jason Myers will make the difference. We got the San Francisco 49ers, favored by three and a half points at home, taking on the Miami Dolphins. And I'm going to pick the Miami Dolphins to win this ball game. I think that I think the, the Dolphins are so well coached offensively. Mike McDaniel is a true gem. Mike McDaniel 
has it going on with with this team, but and and with two and with Tua uh, uh, playing in the second half of games, the Dolphins have won every single one of those games. And I think, and I think that the 49ers were too cute offensively uh, last week against New Orleans to make me feel comfortable about considering picking San Francisco. But I think Miami is going to make a huge statement on Sunday. I think this is going to be too, uh, a two a time to shine. I I think this is a, a game where where Jalen Waddle is going to show up and ball out. Uh, and Tyree Kill is going to, going to play a role as well in this game. So I'll take the Dolphins in an upset special 30-23 to over the San Francisco 49ers. We've got the Kansas City Chiefs as two-and-a-half-point road favorites in Cincinnati taking on the Bengals. Now, I, you, you know I'm obsessed with Mahomes and with, with Reed as coach-quarterback duo. But I, I think by you, you looking at the injury trend, uh, Joe Mixon is, tr- is trending to play. I think that's a big deal against that, against that suspect Kansas City run defense. I think there, there we we're gonna see about Jamar Chase you know, if if he if he is good to go for 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 the game against um for for the for the game against Kansas City, but I I I think yeah even without uh, Jamar Chase T Higgins has stepped up in in big situations, so I I think the Bengals have the better roster two through fifty three. Uh, if you take out the quarterbacks, but I'm gonna take the Bengals to uh, to win 30 to 20 to 27 over the Chiefs. It's gonna be a terrific ball game on the NFL on CBS on Sunday. We've got the the Chargers as one and a half point road uh, road favorites taking on the Raiders. Now I'm gonna take the Raiders to win the game. Now this goes against my philosophy all year of picking against the Raiders. You you know I I despise Josh McDaniels as 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 a head coach. Derek Carr has not had a great season for whatsoever. But the Raiders showed me something the last couple of weeks. Uh, the, winning road games. Uh, winning back-to-back uh, games on the road in overtime with an overtime touchdown. I, I, I think this, this could be something that that if the Raiders continue to build upon this at the end of the season, uh, in the last six weeks of the season, that they, they could translate that uh, to, uh, toward any potential success um next next year. So I, I think this, this is uh, the most encouraged I've seen all year from from the Vegas Raiders, and also the Raiders have have a better point differential than the Chargers here, and and I think and I think the Chargers barely beating Arizona in Arizona with 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 the mess they have, and I I think that that that's going to be an issue in this game. So I'm going to pick the Raiders, thirty four to thirty one to upset the Chargers in. Uh, uh, upset the uh, the Chargers at home. Now we've got Sunday Night Football on NBC. We've got the Dallas Cowboys as 10.5 point home favorites against the Indianapolis Colts. Now, the the, 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 the Colts were uh, were dumpster fire on, on Monday night with Jeff Saturday's hard play calling and 
and and them, them not taking the timeouts and the lack of experience and Jeff Saturday's mind-numbing post-game comments about about thinking that they had the time. Well, that they, they didn't have the time. In a related story, the the Colts have been playing better since Frank Wright got fired. I they they, they were so so that they found a way to to come back in the second half. Down thirteen against the Steelers to uh, uh to um to go ahead in that game. So I think this is going to be a game where the Cowboys are going to win. Make no mistake about this. I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win, but I I think the uh, the the Colts are going to cover because I think Jeff Saturday is is going to get them focused to play for a vast majority of the game. Cowboys thirty one, Colts twenty four is my official pick there. And then finally, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as three and a half point home favorites taking on the New Orleans Saints. Now, I'm going to take Tampa to win. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to cover. I think the Bucs have the better defense and and, and the, the Saints offense uh, ju- just couldn't get anything going at all against that San Francisco defense. Hey, the Saints won't get much of a break going up against Levante David. Jason Pierre-Paul and 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 the and and, the, and that Tampa defense, which which is which is loaded, but so I'm gonna take Tampa to win and cover, and they win 13 to seven, and that's gonna do it for this edition of Hooked on Sports. This is John Flynn speaking. I'll be back here on the podcast next week, so have a wonderful weekend, everybody. And I'll be back here on the podcast next week. So long, everybody.